previously on Follow the Leader. We should look over the wreckage of the caravan before we move on from this. Yeah, um, H2, you see um, Featherfall, the undead owlbear, actually has a satchel draped around its body. All right. Um, I'm going to take the collar and uh, I'm going to open the satchel uh, and look through it, see if there's anything interesting in there. Uh, There's a handful of gems in there uh, worth about two gold pieces, as well as uh, Claudia's portion of the map of enclaves and towns hidden away in the Gravelands. Yeah, maps. If you're also looking over the carriages, you find some kind of bags of, of gold uh, and and treasure uh, that have been protected from grave robbers by the wild undead that roam the area, as well as some uh, uh, hastily sketched maps uh, that you found among the wreckage, which might give you a good chance to, um, uh, if you'd like, instead of rolling survival to find your way to the next uh, stop along the road, you could attempt a society check to decipher writing and interpret them. Let's um, scoop up the maps. And yeah, let's let's collect up uh, the valuables. As chaotic as Ist is, I think there's something about the Gravelands that makes them more altruistic given their history here. Uh, and so it can go towards like stuff for the refugees things like that we now return to your game already in progress I'm going to get H2 to, to, to carry me across this little tiny part of the river so that I don't get my shoes wet. <laughs> oh. H2 does so smelling like garlic. He says. I wrinkle my nose a little like. Mm. An important detail. A very important detail. I was just looking at um, <laughs> Jade's face when I said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, Sam, I love your choices for Mindy. <laughs> but if I was traveling with this group of people, so it's like, oh, carry me so I don't get my feet wet, I'd be like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I think Calamus might request a carry because... Uh, Calamus is little. Short. Yeah. Calamus and Ist have uh, legitimate reasons to request carries. Well, Calamus, you're a cactus. So you just kind of bob along the river and you just kick your little feet. Oh, I do kind of mm. like that image, actually. I love that. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, there's not much more that I can do to pick through these, but... And Digsby uh, Badger Paddles, of course. of course. Yeah. He's doing so good. What a good guy. Um, yeah. I mean, is there anything else that, like, I in particular might find interesting about this carriage? Uh no, this is not. I mean, it's not a Melarosa aromatics carriage. It's just like a trade caravan that was going through the Gravelands. Maybe even like th- this might have even been going around like when Tarbafon burst out of, mm. b- so of, the, of of the 
Yeah. I was mostly wondering, like, as a member of high society in, uh, what's it, Calphus, uh, would I, like, recognize any of the sig- sig- symbols on the side or anything? Of, like, the, like the livery of it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, well, where was he sealed away? He was sealed away in Gallowspire was the... Um, Is that the tower that's that's down... No, no. Gallowspire was the great tower mm. that uh, the Whispering Tyrant was sealed away in. Um, that the town, uh, the uh, like city of Vigil, the nation of Vigil, uh, was built around to um, keep him there. Uh, and then, and then he exploded out of it and uh, created the Gravelands. Makes sense. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I mean, there, you know, there's like livery of like uh, a trade company okay. in Caliphus. Yeah. Well, time to venture onward, I suppose. Indeed. Uh, now, so in this one, as you're getting deeper and deeper into the Gravelands, I don't just need one person to succeed. I need over at least half of you. Great. All right. So you can do survival to track. Nature or perception to observe the uh, passage of the animals or society, decipher writing and interpret the vague notes and the hastily sketched maps you find along among the, wreck- among the wreckage. Ooh, I just got a 15 society check. You did. I'll be doing nature. Cool. There's one success, I think. I think I'll be doing perception because that's my best score. Mm-hmm. Woo! Fucking yes. All right. I will also, can, do we all have to roll different things? No. Okay, then I will also roll society uh, to see if I can help um, with these with these notes and decipher. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just going to quickly check my skill feats. Ah! Aha! I do have glean contents as a skill feat. I... Uh, I don't know whether that means it makes it any easier to make sense of this because it's partial information. I'm not worried if not. Um, I just was like, yeah, I, I mean, think I, I have I a think thing it's, for this. It's like, it's like Mindy's looking at it and you're looking at it like from under Mindy's arm and like you managed to learn the stuff better than she did. That's a that's a cute mental image. I like that. Well, maybe not better because you both, you did both. <laughs> it could yeah. be that those notes just aren't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they're also like heavily water damaged. Yeah, but thankfully, both H uh, two uh, and Kalmus succeeded handily. Hell yeah! And so, while you two are squabbling over this piece of paper, um, <laughs> you, th- 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 your your barbarian and druid have found uh, the way through. You, though, as the trees get thicker and the paths become more wild. You come across a giant oak tree that has fallen in the middle of the only navigable path. It is as thick as an inn's tap room and smells like decay and death. Cool. Good. Good and great. That's a big ass tree. Mm-hmm. So it's blocking the entire road. Or the entire path, I should say, because we're not on the road, are we? Yeah. Hmm. Oh no, could we climb over it? Like if it's wide as a tap room, that means we're like that that's a really big tree. 
Yeah, but it's 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 a downed oak. Okay. So I can tell you I can tell you some of the some of the options that it presents if you'd like. Yes, please. Uh you could haul stones out of the way to make another path. You could attempt to uh, craft a makeshift walkway of branches over it, uh, or you could try to scout around and find another path. Um, everyone's going to need to make one check. Okay. Well, uh, what what skills should we be using for these checks? Just the same as we've um, been? Uh, or? Hauling would be athletics. Cra- uh, making the walkway would be crafting. And it'll be survival or scouting more to uh, find another path. Well, I'm going to try crafting because it's my best skill with uh, of the, of the uh, potentials. And uh, I got an 11. So roll 20 doesn't like me today. I'm going to try to find another path with survival. Cool. Got another 21. Fantastic. Tight. Do we all have to make checks? Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is another one of those half of us have to succeed thing, huh? So, Calmus, uh, you found what looks like a good one, but this looks like there's some like stones and stuff in the way. Hey, H two. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I would like to use athletics to haul some of those stones out of the way. You two are saving your party's lives today. Mm-hmm. I rolled an eighteen. Hopefully, that was good enough. You use your servos and powerful hydraulic limbs to hurl uh, and heave. Some of these big stones out of the way, making a much more navigable path. Hot for your crew. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't make a roll, but thanks for the neg anyway, Zach. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just feel like last compared like, for last time. So you can you can make a roll. Uh, you, I can don't pr- need- you can contribute I- to the success of your. <laughs> I don't need to. I will save up my oh, okay. efforts for next. I'll say if. For flavor that I was aiding H two by like with your tele- mage hand and telekinesis. Stuff, like... Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And so you continue <laughs> on another thirty, another thirty minutes. So it, it's like roughly thirty minutes for each of these uh, going between each place. So it's like one hour, two hours. As you begin your third hour of walking through the woods, you come across a half acre circle of unnaturally large willow trees that protects a quiet space hidden in the folds of the wild and dying forest outside. From what was once a sacred grove enshrined to the god Erastal, only the canopy of trees and crumbling stone statue of the stag god remain. The sounds of the outside forest cease at the long curtain limbs of the willows, and the mist caressing the ground of the grove glows with pale green light. I'd like to make a religion check to see if I know if this god would be pissed off if we walked through on our way. Yeah, make a religion check. Just kind of a gut check. Do you know, would we be in trouble traversing this place? Mm-hmm. I rolled an eight, so <laughs> God only knows. <laughs> well, probably. Rast was the god of the homestead, which means that he hates trespassers. I am going to ignore the check that H2 just made because I don't know about it. Uh, and I am going to uh, stop and kneel and make a quick prayer to this god for protection or whatever. So actually, unfortunately, as you are all entering this uh, willow, Grove. Mm-hmm. 
a wave of necromantic energy Fuck. suffuses the area as the uh, the cursed place this haunt activates great i need everyone Fuck. to make a will save great Ugh. cool i get a really good will save i got 25 i got a 7 for a total of 14 oh rip got a 16 um, yeah, as you as you kneel before the, the, the crumbling statue of Arastal, you see the grove, broken and tormented due to the necromantic energy infecting the area it once protected, manifests an illusion, a vision takes you. Um, what was your... The will saves are the important thing. So your will, you succeeded. Um... So you're seeing the images, but are not going to be taking any mental damage, which are some of your allies will. Okay. Ist and H2, you're both affected by this um, mm-hmm. thing. You're going to be taking some mental damage from it. But you see the Ferasman cleric and pathfinder, Seldrick Dralston, trudges into the grove, injured and infected by some kind of corruptive force. He defiles the grove. Uh, breaking apart the statue of Rastal and blaspheming uh, in the stag god's name. And the golden light illuminating the grove ceases, revealing the black skies above. Purple energy emanating from a nearby tower seeps into the sacred grove, and the life within its protective range begins to die. It's like fine, right? <laughs> Uh, both H2 and Ist take 17 mental damage. Woof. Woof. Mm-hmm. What, just from the emotional toll of learning this information, or? From the psychic uh, residue of this grove's, like, pain. Fair enough. Mindy just sort of looks up at the statue and goes, I wish there was something we could do. Uh, Ist has just lost uh, over half her HP and is Jesus. trying to stem a nosebleed. Goodness. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, Mindy, that'd be great. Oh, oh my God. Mindy just sort of like immediately reaches into her pocket and goes, don't tip, don't tip your head backwards. Let it flow out here. She's like handing you a, a, a handkerchief. It's very pretty. It's got, it has the, the letters. I am embroidered in the corner. Mm-hmm. Who's I am? Mindy just sort of blinks and she goes, Oh, th- um, it- Issa, d- I don't, don't worry about it. Am I holding a dead person's handkerchief against my nose? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Yes? <laughs> kind of. No. <laughs> Can I sit down? For a couple of minutes, somewhere that isn't inside the grove. H two, are you okay? You look like you're sparking. Oh no! <laughs> I I I may be malfunctioning. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take out my septum piercing and try and get the rest of the blood out of my nose. <laughs> Just like with the worst, like honking nose blowing imaginable. Yeah, like like. Well, mm. Ist, Ist has such a flat little nose anyway that I imagine a nosebleed really sucks. 
Um, <laughs> little creature. Mm-hmm. I love it. I was given carte blanche to create a gremlin character, and I am living my best life. You certainly are. Uh, I'm gonna take. I I have um an elixir of life. I'm gonna neck that. Um, cool. I rolled a two. Hail two. You're over I'm halfway back. Now. Or you're you're over half your hit points now. So yeah, that's something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some of the semi-precious stones, uh, from the, from the bugbear or from the, from the owlbears. I basically, I hold my hand out for for H two to give me the the, um, gemstones that we found, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna use my crystal healing. <laughs> um. Oh cool. wait, disease or poison? Treating... Damn it! Never mind. Yeah, this is not quite. Yeah, crystal healing is it does not heal wounds. Cannot heal hit points. Not even internal wounds from a nosebleed. No, I think we discovered that, or somebody, an, somebody else in another game might have had the same come to the same realization about crystal healing. Oh well, I mean, I do, I have heal. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. if you don't mind spending the spell. <laughs> yeah, I, I prepared it because I figured. Uh, how do I? Do we have actions? Not just more out of Yeah, I mean, you can, yeah, you can cast take... heal at whatever level you want, or what at whatever like. When the actions you are, you're we're in exploration mode, which means you have time. Fundamentally unlimited uh, well, then, actions. I mean, I'm clearly going to do the three action one then. Why? Because it does the most healing. No, the two action one does the most healing. Oh, the three action I one see. does the heal does healing to the most people. I see. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna do the two action healing. On ist or. Yeah, on is is how bad is H two as well? Oh, geez, you both are. We both took seventeen HP of damage, but I still have more than is yeah. entire like HP pool left. So yeah, you start with so much health. That's barbarians for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that for ist. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. So you're you're just healing ist up. Yeah. What do I roll for that? Uh, what level are you casting it at? Second. Then 2d8 plus 16. Don't spend a second level spell doing it. Or no, sorry, I prepared it as a first level spell. I'm doing it as a two action. Then two action first level is 1d8 plus 8. <laughs> of course yeah. I would roll a 1. Take 9 points. That Yeah, that's still no. better. I'm now at 25. Still takes, that's good. Yeah, 25 is not that bad for us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so you spent a couple minutes in here now um, healing up. Uh, using like drinking some potions, casting some spells. Uh, the grove still kind of shimmers around you. The fog around your feet, the statue looming above. Can is it religion to figure out a haunt, or is it occultism? Either. Um, can we chat and see if there's anything that can be done for this spot? Mm-hmm. Considering that there's going to be more refugees, people are going to be drawn to a place that looks safe from the outside and if mm. it's going to blast psychic energy at people um not everyone's mm. going to have healers or you know more than 10 hp <laughs> yes mm-hmm. good point <laughs> uh, i rolled a 21 on my occultism check uh, to see if oh, there's a- anything we can do to 
You think absolutely. You think so. That what this is giving you is that this place is like betrayed. This is a place that has been wronged. A place that was once holy that has now been defiled, uh, and it wants wants to warn people away. It wants. It's trying to warn people about the dangers around, but the the kind of like grief of of being defiled is making that manifest as psychic damage mental damage i think if we tidy up a little bit and maybe make an offering we've got to sort of right the wrong that was done to this mm-hmm. and it's also it's going to keep broadcasting until it gets the feeling that people know what it's trying to say okay and what it's trying to say is, hey, somebody came here and fucked up my shit and necromatic energy has seeped in. Because Erastor's all about, it's lawful, right, but it's also about nature mm. and the home and hunting. Hunting and farming. Sus- sustaining people then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I'll right. Pitch the well. others like, we should make an offering or something. Um, maybe Calamus could make something grow here. Like, try yeah. to bring some I'd animals back. Manage that. Can I try to see if I know what kind of offerings Erastal usually enjoys? Sure. I got a sixteen. Yeah, I mean, like crops and and uh, even just just blessings, just like prayer um, and and stuff like that. Uh, the fruits of the hunt or the fruits of the harvest. Did my prayer earlier make any difference, or you didn't get a chance to do it? Ah, I see. Because the because of the, the damage the illusion roiled in. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll I'll take the opportunity to do that now. Cool. Give me a religion check. That's seventeen. Uh, I mean, you pray to a rascal, you know, old staghead, uh, old dead eye. Sure, he loves being called that. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm. He doesn't. He doesn't mind old dead eye. He's called the Stag God, the Elk Father, uh, the Stone Giants call him Estig the Hunter. Hey, old Staghead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't think that that's enough? That, that that the prayer that you gave is enough to like put this place to rest or like confirm that it you understand what it's trying to tell you? Uh, I mean, I can I can try to grow something. Would that be nature? Good, yeah, that would be nature. Yeah, Calamus can try to grow something to appease old Staghead. <laughs> While Calamus does that, uh, having gotten that blast of a vision of what was done in this space, um, mm-hmm. gonna try and do it. Like, sweep up any damage, like, use crafting to fix the statue, like, mm-hmm. mend. Give me give me an occultism check as you're doing so. Oh, that's a twenty-seven. There we go, Calamus. You got close. The DC is twenty-two, but it's, it's twenty-two for occultism and religion. Uh, so I was going to be make it twenty-four for nature. Uh, you rolled a twenty-two, but Ist managed to roll a twenty-seven. So together, the lot of you, and as you're doing this, Ist, you like feel the fog rolling back in for another round. You've spent about ten minutes mm-hmm. in here. 
and it's about to give that vision again and force another will save from anyone, but you manage at the last second between all of your your stuff, particularly you and Calamus, you, you know, kind of send back the psychic message received and we're doing something about it. Team short and green. Team short mm. and green. <laughs> green and mean. Short. Wow. Machines. Machines. The dream um, team, yeah. well, now we're the green team. H2 is mm. the machine. Green. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm the machine. Um, <laughs> they're, making a, they're making a movie of that guy. Crazy. Um, fantastic. As the willows shake and shimmer, and the grove uh, across the way parts to reveal a hidden path going forward. Um, though I will also say, Ist, as you were looking around, also, you found a spellbook. Spellbook of the wizard Teratasi. I can see it's a wizard's but I'm used to seeing Mindy with hers, so I, I recognize it for what it is. And I will... I will tuck it away to return to. Um, Do you look into it at all, or are you just put it in your bag? I am so fucking nosy. Is the thing I'm gonna look in it. <laughs> so you do find uh, within it um, the spell content is gone, has like leaked out uh, huh. by the residual magic of this area. Hmm. But there's also some other pages uh, with like notes about the haunt. And other magical writings. Uh, give me an arcana or society or religion check. I only got a three on the arcana check. Looks I will, fancy. I will. <laughs> this is where, like, I'm looking at the spell book and I'm like, Mindy, hmm? this is your more bag than mine. Oh. Uh, Found this the- guy's spell book. Oh. I flip it open immediately to see what kind of spells he had in there, and I'm a little disappointed to find that they are not in there anymore. <laughs> yes. But I will... Uh, Jesus Christ. I got, about, I got a 14. Why did you, you roll, roll occult, 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 Why did I roll occultism? Occult. I'm stupid. Yeah, it's arcana. it's arcana. I got a 15. <laughs> <laughs> Mindy's not doing so hot, okay? Looks fancy. Well, it looks fancy. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm gonna hero point and try like, okay, stop thinking about it as a magic book ist and think about it just like what is this guy trying to convey? What is it saying? Trying to look at it in a different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that worked. I just rolled a natural twenty <laughs> for a twenty seven. This is more information about the surrounding area. Fantastic. Nice. All right. Brilliant. And the grove parts on the other side. Well, forward marching, I guess. I think before we leave, uh, H2 kneels in front of the statue and uh, says, Elk Father, thank you for not killing us. Please do not kill anyone else. Stands up and walks toward the opening. Thank you for only half killing my friend. <laughs> A beautiful brain. Incredible. And so, you follow the uh, route out it back into the Gravelands. Uh, you, you, which, the Path River has continued to, like, flow in and out of, like, your, your like, area. 
Uh, it's got many tributaries, and you've been like coming across many of them. As you come up, you uh, give me perception checks. Ooh, I have <laughs> ten first. <laughs> a twenty-seven for each two. Seventeen. H two and Calamus, you hear the rattling of armor and the thumping of boots of something patrolling further up. I think we're about to have more company. Can we avoid them? Uh can we avoid them? <laughs> uh you can attempt to, certainly. Though uh I think H two, as you like look through the trees, you see um a skeletal figure wearing armor and as they turn you see on their on their pauldron the glyph of the open road oh boy uh i communicate this back to the rest of the party so i just tried to roll a stealth check and i got a natural one so um (laughs) great Mm -hmm. great you just shout their pathfinders (laughs) (laughs) uh and you hear as these figures turn and become aware of you. Awesome. Melinda. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you see uh, there's like a like a kind of like woods uh, like along the south bank of this river tributary. Um, there are these skeletal pathfinders. Um, two of them are like in, like near like a set of standing stones, and one is patrolling the river bend. They are only slightly obscured from you. So now that they've been made aware of you, they are aware of you. Cool. Um, as they kind of go into combat mode as their training in life takes over and they prepare to engage with their foes. And I've actually got art of these guys if you want a little bit of close-up. Hell yeah. Oh, these guys are cool. Mm, that's dope art. Uh, I rarely dropped the ball, but it's only got a 10 on initiative. Rolled a 3. Rough. I got a 24. I rolled a 19, but it said that I didn't have a token selected even though I did, so that's fun. Yep, it said the same for me. I don't know what's going on with y'all. How is this like a tree line, um, or is this more like uh, like bushes? Like, what's the the height level of this? Um, it's this? there. There's trees. Like, so this is this is like there's trees and brush, mm. so it's like difficult terrain. But you can see through it. We've got line of sight. Yes, yes. Um, you can take cover behind it, mm-hmm. but it is like under normal circumstances, it's just standard difficult terrain. Understood. Thank you. All right, so as these skeletal pathfinders um, come to arms, uh, it's first Calamus' turn. Okay. Uh, you all are so far away. Okay, I'm going to move. Do, do, boop, boop. Yeah. Does being a leshy make it easier for you to move through, like, underbrush and stuff? I doubt, yeah, I doubt, I don't know if there's a mechanic. Good question. There might be, but, but you don't have it. I, if you don't have it, you you'd know if you'd know if you had it, because you would probably had to pick it. Mm. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. So, I have moved within within twenty feet of that one and thirty feet of that one. So, are these? Do we know if these are positive damage 
that that's what is good on them? No one's had a chance to make a check yet. I mean, uh, positive damage generally works on most undead. They may or may not be as weak to it as the zombies are, but it likely will affect them. Okay. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and start out with Tanglefoot. Ooh. On, I guess on this one that's out here. Um, I'm trying to click on it. Yeah, that way we've got these two, and then this guy's just kind of stuck for a second, going slower. Nice. Is that a spell? Uh, it's a cantrip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, foot is an attack cantrip. It's attack roll cantrip. Hey. Yeah, you um, fire a Tanglefoot, a vine covered in sticky stap. Uh, flicks from your hand to lash yourself to a target. Unfortunately, with a 17 on the die roll, this skeletal pathfinder whips out their sword and just slices it out of the air. Uh, these guys are more intense. <laughs> this bitch go park? <laughs> okay. All right, that is you, Calmus. Next is that one that you were firing at. Uh, oh, who's no. going to come uh, hustling up towards you? Takes it two actions to get in because it's like in the underbrush, and then swings a long sword down. Which... Yeah, that makes sense. Come mm. this is a nineteen to hit. Nineteen to hit. Ah, yeah, it hits just by one. Thomas takes five slashing damage. Okay. Mindy, that's you. Awesome. All right. Um, I am going to get up. To, ooh, that's 40 feet. Not quite over there yet, then. I'm gonna get as close as I can to hiding behind this rock over here, which is 15. So that I have, you know, line of sight, but I'm getting a little further away from the very scary boys who want to kill me. Mm -hmm. And after that, I'm going to cast... I don't think... Have I cast Magic Missile out of my spells yet? No, right? No, no you cast no. it from the wand last fight. Perfect. Yeah, which was which was your daily use of the wand. Yeah, that's so the wand is, is yeah. spent. The wand has been tucked back away into the bag for later for for use on another day. Um, but I will be able to cast magic missile at the one that's fighting Calamus. So that's two d four plus two. Got a five plus two seven. Seven. That's a solid solid hit. Uh, it didn't like it. Cool. Um, that is Mindy Melrose. Next is one of the skeletal pathfinders who pulls out a longbow and fires it at Mindy Melrose. Oh, fuck. These things are vindictive. It's 28 to hit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh, that Jesus. hits. That hits. That's, that's a critical hit. That's, a critical hit. <sighs> that's not good. <clears throat> Mindy, mm -hmm. you take 12 piercing damage as an arrow slams into your shoulder. Awesome. Okay. This guy... Uh, draws back and fires once more. At me? Yeah. So oh. 13 does not hit. Drops into cover. Cool. It's okay. I prepared a cantrip for you if you die. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> H2, that's you. Yeah. I can use my sudden charge ability to get flanking with uh, the dude who's up in Calamus's business. Mm-hmm. Not my business. Yeah, your business. Not my business. I need that 
for business. So August is pretty sure that skeletons are not weak to, they're weak to bludgeoning and not slashing, but that's not going to stop me from using my great sword anyway. It seems like a thing HC would do. Rolling a 16. 16, unfortunately, even with flat-footed, this guy brings up a shield and, and knocks away your great sword. Guys are strong. Yeah, and I'm gonna do what I've been doing because it has been working so far uh, and come around and try to swipe angling such that I come in under this dude's shield, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And I've rolled an 18. 18 will hit with it flat-footed because it didn't have an action to bring up its shield. And you will deal, because you rolled a 10, you will deal 5 slashing damage. Yep. As you your your blade gl- grinds against the bones and does not find anything soft with wi- within which to seek purchase. Next is the skeletal, uh, another one of the skeletal veterans. Oh, whoops. Uh, actually, as you had charged around, um, your sudden charge doesn't have anything to do with with uh, reactions, does it? No, it doesn't say anything about about that. So, unfortunately. The, the guy that you just ran past, uh, as you ran past, swings at a sword, does miss you, so it doesn't really change much. Uh, but does these guys do have attack of opportunity. Okay. Uh, and the one in the back next to the standing stone is going to draw its bow and fire at you, H2. 23 to hit. That does hit. You are going to take... Uh, oh, sorry. I've... Nick's, I mean, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna run up and hit you. It's not gonna, uh, it's not gonna. These guys don't have bows. These guys have lances and swords. Um, Wait, does... I'm. There's, there's two different types of, oh, okay. of enemies in this encounter. Yeah. They look the same, but they have different weapons. Of course. So this one's the um, one with the bow, and then these two have lances. That and one's the one with the bow. Got it. And these ones have lances and swords. The one with the bow also has a, a glaive on its back. Um, so this guy comes up, deals the 1D, uh, tw- rolls the t- 23, and then gets you with uh, the slashing. So that's eight slashing damage. Okay. Thankfully, the numbers are all the same. Uh, yeah, and that's that guy's turn. Ist. Alrighty. Uh, I have a question really quick. Mm-hmm. Are these creatures my level? They are not. So they are, they are flanking you, but you are not flat-footed to them. Okay, cool. Because of your deny advantage barbarian feature. Yes, that is exactly why I was asking. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ist the goblin. Seeing all this going on, I'm going to grab hold of the pendant of the occult that I wear uh, and do my once a day guidance. But I think mm-hmm. actually it's more than once a day, but cast guidance. And then mm-hmm. with my other hand, I'm going to pull out my Wayfinder and bellow out Pathfinder's stand down. We are friends, not foe. Ooh. Very cool. Give me a diplomacy check. Guidance gives me a little plus one. Oh, Cross your fingers, y'all. Roll to 23. That's real good. These pathfinders, they're not going to fully stand down, but Mm. you can 
tell that what is left of them inside wars with the necromantic energies of this place. And they are all, this one time, going to be slowed one for the next round. All right. Uh, so that's two actions. Because I'm assuming the check to like make an impression, right, uh, would be one action. Yeah, yeah the, no, no. the bellowing would be one action. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to raise... I'll raise... Um, I'll cast shield, because even if these guys are sort of warring with themselves, um, if they're being compelled mm. to fight us, somebody could easily psh, fire an arrow at me. Loose an arrow at me. Excuse me. Sure. Round two, Calamus. I would like to deal with the thing that's directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I'll take two actions to do another Disrupt Undead. Fantastic. As you, uh, oh, no, this guy hasn't had attack, has turned yet, so he can't attack of opportunity that away. He's going to roll a fort save. Rolls a 23. <laughs> Takes five positive damage as you blast him, but is still standing. Oh, Jesus. Um... And you said he doesn't get an attack of opportunity, right? He did not get an attack of opportunity because he used it on H2. So I could move away in theory. In theory. I mean, I might as well make him move. <laughs> the more t- things he has to spend moving, the more he can't spend just attacking. Mm-hmm. So I can get up next to Mindy. Yeah, as you fall, you fall back. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yep, that's my turn. All right, fantastic. Sorry, H2. Next is this skeletal veteran who is going to pursue 20... Yeah. You have no escape, uh, just... August. Sorry, H2. Uh, I do have no escape. You can follow that guy running if you want to. Yes, I want to. Fantastic, so it runs up. He's going to swing down on Calamus again, pursuing. Fucking rude. 17. Just barely misses. Yeah. Get fucked. Uh, and then final action raises its shield. Mindy. Awesome. Oh, God. He's back. He's over here. <laughs> mm, sorry. That's my fault. Oh, sorry. <laughs> final action does not raise the shield. It was slowed because of this. Can I move around the rock without... Yes, as you... As I was going to say, without... Uh, you can move around. Without the provoking an attack of opportunity? <laughs> Mindy, just That's like, what the fuck? You could take a five-foot step away to move away without provoking an attack of opportunity. Okay. Is moving diagonally ten feet, or is that five feet? Only on the second one. Okay, cool. I'm going to move away diagonally once. Okay. You back... You, you, you back step? Yep. Um, and... Uh, I'm gonna throw my dagger. Oh, I don't think the dagger's gonna work. Actually, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> she like mm. goes for the dagger. Goes, hold on. <laughs> and then uh, she's just gonna fucking blast him with uh, an electric arc. Cool. Uh, you can hit him and the other yeah. one. Yeah. Can I go three or just for it? Because it leaps from one target to another. It's what the target is one or ah, two. There creatures. we go. Yep. Reading, not my strong suit today. Yep, so yeah, let's hit both mm. of these two for, I guess, six electricity damage. 
Well, the first guy critically fails. Woo! Taking uh, 12 minus 5, 7 is on. This one is barely holding it together. You see, like, crackles of necromantic energy wreathing around. It's in, it's like, it's like um, inside its skull and it's like wrist, it's like a rib cage. That's the one. Oh. Um, the other one rolls a 26, takes no damage uh, because it's resistant 5 and it would, it would have only dealt 3. Still, strong move. All right. Uh, the one in the back, the skeletal pathfinder in the back, is going to fire an arrow at Mindy. Can I, am I not taking cover behind this rock? No, you didn't spend the action to take ah, cover. Shoot. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you're in a place where you could spend an action and take cover and then give yourself a boost to AC, but it's an action. I didn't realize that was an action. I thought just stepping behind the rock would be enough to take cover. Oh, well. No. Uh, lucky, first, uh, arrow, first arrow misses. It's going to try once more. Second arrow misses as well. Woo! Uh, no longer slowed. H2, that's you. All right. Um, I'm going to uh, take a swing on uh, the guy in front of me. All right. Rolling a 21 to hit. Nice. That will hit. Uh, the eight would be reduced to three, but he only has one hit point left. So you cut off its head. All right. And uh, I'm going to use my sudden charge ability to go back to the, not the guy with the bow, but the other guy who had been flanking me, uh, flanking me. Okay. And I'm going to swing on him as well. Fantastic. Unfortunately, I rolled an eight. Clang, that one misses. Next is this guy's turn. Who's going to swing on you? Missing. Second action. Raise the shield. Yes, that's you. Alright. Realizing what's going down, I let the puff sort of dangle around my wrist as I pull my hands up in front of me and do a tearing gesture as I cast telekinetic rend. And I'm going to focus it. I, I do two uh, non-overlapping five-foot bursts, so I'll put one on each of the um, skeletal veterans still standing. It is mm -hmm. a fortitude save, and I rolled like that should be two d6. My apologies, I roll another d6. Mm -hmm. It's all bludgeoning. Cool. So four, it's four and oh, it's all bludgeoning. I choose whether it's bludgeoning or slashing. I'm choosing bludgeoning. Okay, are you amping this? No, because then it would do bludgeoning and slashing. Okay, because the description just just describes the one d6. Yeah, um, but its heightened effect is increasing the damage, and we're level three, so my cantrip is cast at level two. Yes, but that that's heightened level two, so that, that heightens effect comes in at three, five, seven, and nine. Apologies, my misreading of the spell description. Then yes, it is just the first four, but it's all bludgeoning damage cool. to each of them. For sure. Um, all right, it's gonna roll. They're both gonna roll uh, fort saves. 21 and an 18. Mm -hmm. So the closer one takes two, further one takes four. Uh, oh, further one actually would roll less than that. Further one would have rolled a 12. Uh, oh, just a 17. So same, same distance. Okay. So you, they, uh, first damage either of these is taken. So you're starting to, starting to wear them down. Okay. Thank you. As round three begins, Calamus. Yeah. 
Let me get out my handy measuring tape. Yeah! Well, actually, Andy, you look like you could use some help, don't you? I'm sure she wouldn't say no. <laughs> Mindy, would you like me to heal you? Please. Or actually... Uh, Mindy... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're at 17 hit points. Your Nobody's uh, HP is uh, updating for me. For oh, yeah. So, if I cast heal as a three action, it should be, what, 30 feet around me? I believe so. And how many things can I hit with that? Everything within, everything within the 30 feet. Okay. Because it will uh, damage yeah. the uh, undead. Yeah. Good shout. Correct. Yeah. Three action heal. Unfortunately, that is the last heal I have prepared for today. So everyone just stay healthy. Uh, but yeah, three action heal. All right. Uh, roll a d8. Hey. Nice. Nice. That is nice. Awesome. That's a failure from the skeletal veteran who takes the full eight positive damage. And everyone else heals eight hit points. Oh, including me, right? Yeah. Hey! Back up to 25. Mindy, that is you. Awesome. I can cast cantrips as many times as I want, yes. I'm going to go for produce flame. I'm going to go for range. Make a spell attack roll against your target's AC. So you're doing it against the one that H2 is fighting, because the other one is too far away. Okay. So roll, yeah, roll your spell attack roll. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Oh, and... It's level two now because you're level three. So it deals 2d4 plus. Thank you for fixing my character sheet in front of me. I'm like staring at this going, oh yeah. my god, how does this work? Click the button again. Yeah. There we are. Unfortunately, that misses. <laughs> the ball of flame splashes against the uh, skeleton's shield. Uh, do I have. Yeah, I guess it's my final action. I was about to say it's my final action. I'm just gonna cast shield. Fantastic. The skeletal pathfinder in the back is gonna fire on you once more. That is a 27 to hit. Okay. Well, yeah, that hits. What's your AC with hit. the shield spell? Uh, shield spell just adds plus one, right? Plus one. Yeah. yeah. So my AC is 17. Wait, no, 18, because I also have the plus one from my, from Mage Armor, so. Well, that is the difference between a crit and not a crit. Yes. As you take five damage instead of 10 plus a d10. Well, cool. Uh, and then it's going to fire on at uh, H2. Okay. It's going to miss H2. Um, eh, why not? It's going to fire one last time at H2. <laughs> H2, that is you. It just bounces off of H2's chassis. <laughs> yep. Um, so this dude is is really starting to to piss me off. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and rage. <laughs> and this is where I put in the bespoke sound effect that I created. Hell yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Oh yeah. And then I am going to, with mighty force, bring my greatsword down towards the gentleman in front of me, rolling a 27 to attack. Ooh, brutal! Cry. 27 will hit. Unfortunately, will not crit on this guy, especially with the shield raised. Um, what is your rage damage bonus? 
Uh, it should be six, shouldn't it? Because I am fury instinct. That makes sense. That sounds right. Uh, I just was asking you. Yes. Um, I'm double checking now, and it, it is uh, plus six. So. Cool. So you deal 12 damage, uh, is reduced by five because of its uh, resistance. Um, and actually, this guy's shield was raised, so he is going to block it with his shield, reducing it by another five. So I only do uh, two damage to him. You deal two damage to him. That just makes me matter, so I'm going to swing at him again. All right. Rolling a 10, so it doesn't do anything. I just swing wildly in a blind rage. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Um, I, guess, I guess, yeah, I guess you... I thought you would have had a striking greatsword by now. Um, but I guess that's uh, tough to get, but... Skeletal Veteran now is going to bring his own blade to bear. Makes a kind of weird, like, <laughs> sound. It's going to swing on you twice. Once with his great, once with his longsword, once with his claws. The 26 will hit, but the 16 will not. You're going to take 12 slashing damage. And then he raises his shield once more. That's going to wipe out my temporary hit points. And... The rest is my regular hit points. So it is now Ist's turn. Alrighty. Um, just quickly checking something, because this is one of the little sort of vaguely homebrew things we did uh, for Ist. I'm going to use telekinetic projectile to throw one of my ghost charges. I like pull it uh, out of my bag and uh, I sort of like crack it a little bit like you would almost like a glow stick and then uh, I psychically fling it at the uh, at the veteran fighting H2. So I'm going to roll up, I'm going to hit my uh, projectile button to see if it hits. It does not and I have no hero points so but um, it will still take the one positive splash damage as the ghost charge detonates on impact. Oh, yeah. Because how splash damage works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Cool. Sounds good. Takes one damage. It's, this guy's looking rough, but he's, he's like holding his own. Yeah. That's round four against Calamus. I think probably... Let's move forward just a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to... Is now a good time to just turn into an animal? <laughs> I mean, if you want to. Speaking of animals, Digsby's just kind of sitting there uh, over know. there with his little tail wagon. I know. He's just, I don't want him to get hurt. <laughs> They're going to freaking kill him. Okay. Let's see. All right. I can order Digsby to come get involved. It'll take him pretty much all of his turns to just get up there. But I could use an action to order Digsby and still attack. Yeah. Okay, so I'll order Digsby to come up and join H2. And then I will throw another Disrupt Undead out. Cool. Yeah. So Digsby, Digsby has to take two actions to get up into, into the mix. And then you can uh, spend your last two actions to Disrupt the Undead. Wonderful. Uh, was a success 
This guy's tough. This guy's tough as nails. This guy's holding it together. Yeah. Takes four damage. And I can't spend a hero point to do anything about that, can I? You you could uh, force him to reroll, absolutely. Yeah, I'll uh, force him to reroll. Yeah, you have three hero points. Well, that becomes a failure, so he takes another four. He's on death's second gear. <laughs> Take that. Mindy, that is you. All right. Um, it's the other guy's... The, the archer's still too far away for me to get with a uh, electric arc. From where you are, yes. Yeah. Eh, I can move there. Okay. All right. Yep, I'm going to move here and then go for an electric arc again. Okay. I will roll. Though, because you rolled a five on the damage roll, which you might it, you might won't be wanting to roll another D4 because you're level three. Oh. Yeah. It's, okay. it's actually 2d4 plus 4. Nice. So roll that second d4, and that'll be the damage that you're you're hoping to get out of this. Four. Oh, okay. So eight damage total was what you mm-hmm. rolled. One of them failed. He's going to take three. So this is this first guy. He is one point away from death. The other guy takes no damage uh, because he is so strong. N- Oh, actually, that guy would have had three less, so he... 19 is still a success, so he takes no damage. Damn it. It's this guy's turn. He's going to shoot an arrow at you. Fuck. I have my shield raised. Does that still count, or is it from? does it not carry over from the last turn? It, it, no, it's 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 each That's turn. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, though you do... You, you have 17 AC right now from yep. Mage Armor, right? So... So that arrow misses. Woof! Um, then now this guy, as people are getting closer, this guy is going to drop his bow, draw his glaive, and set it to create a an area of control around himself. A shoe that is you. All right, I'm going to do as I do, and uh, do. try to chop this dude in half. All right. With a twenty-seven. You succeed. Uh, and then I do nine damage plus six, so that's uh, fifteen damage. Yep, reduced by five, by five to ten. Still way more than enough to take us take this guy out. Nice. And then uh, I have a crossbow now. I bought a crossbow. Oh yeah, you bought a crossbow. Uh, <laughs> how many actions would it take to pull out my crossbow? Uh, one. One to pull it out and one to fire it. Yeah. Okay. It would be a second attack, bear that in mind. Yeah. So I'm going to fire my crossbow at the dude with the the area of control mm-hmm. with the 21. That will hit. Unfortunately, the piercing damage does not overcome its resistance. And because it is a ranged weapon, you, it does not benefit from your range bonus. Yeah. Oh, well. So you fire past it. And it is now Ist's turn. Um, as far as we as far as we have seen throughout this battle, do these guys have resistance to all physical damage that we've seen? Like is nothing uh, except he, positive. They, they took your they took your bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, I think uh, gonna... they're they're definitely resistant to H 2s uh slashing. slashing. Right. And they this guy just sim- just now took no damage from H 2s piercing. Damage. Yes. Uh, in which case, let's 
do another telekinetic projectile. Let's Just pick it up. The big rock. Pick up big rock. Gonna pick up a rock. I'm gonna throw that rock. And that's a 22. <laughs> I throw that rock hard. 22. You throw that rock hard, slams 10 damage into the skeletal pathfinder, clocks him, is on death's door immediately. Sick. I can't do that again. Uh, not this turn. And this guy's now with a glaive, right? He's not yeah. got. He put his uh, bow and arrow away. Yeah. Well, uh, I will just. No, I'm gonna start moving up. I'll spend my turn uh, getting, well, starting to work my way through the uh, through the brush. Cool. Calamus Palm, that is you. Um. Yeah, we'll do one, two order Digsby, and then another. Digsby just entered the uh, the veterans. Oh, he did. Uh, this guy doesn't take opportunity on it, Digsby, because he has built. Uh, Digsby, he's got a ranged uh, reach weapon. Digsby has just moved through. Digsby, that's a 22 to hit. Digsby takes three slashing damage. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Digsby's health tracker, but I've got it on his character sheet updated, so. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then my other movement, I move forward, and then I have one more movement. One more action. Yeah, one more action. Where I will... My only one action thing is protect companion which i probably should have done at the beginning of this but i guess i'll go ahead and just throw out a protect companion on um digsby cool which i should have done at the beginning of my turn but it will it happens. and then digsby will take his turn so he, so he took one action to move up and he gets one action more yeah he gonna he gonna bite he gonna bite Digby just runs up and just grabs this thing's, like, spinal column and just <laughs> shakes it like a like a dog and just bones go flying everywhere <laughs> as Digby finishes the fight. Digby would pick up one of those bones and just start, like, <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Digby, not a dog, <laughs> but also... <laughs> <laughs> kind Listen, of a dog. All cartoon animals are dogs. Just a funny little dog. Also, I bet you badgers do mm-hmm. chew on bones. Like, that seems like a thing oh, a badger yeah, would yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, yeah. Um, that. We did it. Um, My turn. Yeah, the combat ends. I guess I shouldn't be as precious about my squishy little boy, because he's not very squishy. He's actually quite strong. He's tardier than Ist and... And Mindy, Mindy, that's for sure. Yes, he is. I just get yeah. so worried about him, but like he—he's okay. Yeah. He doesn't need the me. thing. Yeah, the thing to remember in is that in Pathfinder, animal companions are built as like solid off tanks. Yeah. Um, and next level, I think you can take a feat to make him even hardier. Yeah, so I'm, I'll quit worrying about him as much. I just—I just, I just worry fine. for my boy. Especially after we just mm-hmm. saw somebody else's ranger companion die like a second time recently. It's understandable for Calamus yeah. to be a little worried about your boy. Yeah, Calamus mm-hmm. like my boy. Uh, I have an arrow in my shoulder mm-hmm. right now, so we should probably you deal do. with that. Be- do you, you want do. that to stay? <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer to have it not be in my shoulder anymore. So we may, mm-hmm. we may have to stop and deal with that before we move on. Yeah, let's check mm-hmm. over the skeleton, see if there's anything of note. 
that we should take and then rest up a little bit, mm. get patched up and everything. Yeah, I also want to t- check out this little uh, stone circle. But for the time being, I'm mm. just going to... Are these stones, like, tall or are they, like, sitting height? No, this is this is not, like, a crazy standing stone, like, like, a, like a deeply magical place. It's, like, just some old standing stones. You can tell, like... It's just some remnants of some stuff from a while ago. Can I sit on one of the rocks? Are they are they the right height for like sitting on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a campsite. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna sit on one of the rocks and be like, "All right, do I have any healing of uh, healing anything?" Uh, no. I'll check some bodies or some skeletons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Does this seem like it would be the campsite that? Claudiette mentioned. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You're you're definitely still on her trail. Um, Ist, you're looking around. You find a small bag on one of the skeleton's waist has some, about ten silver pieces in it, along with their wayfinder and a ring, a grim ring, um, a golden ring sculpted with the visage of a grinning skull. While wearing it, you can attempt to detect the presence of undead creatures as an exploration activity. Ooh. Yoink. Mm-hmm. Um, the silver will go to um, the uh, fund, the refugee fund. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the Wayfinder will go back to the Pathfinder Society, considering they're important. You also find uh, among the camp uh, a desiccated w- hand bearing a large gold signet ring. Uh, and if you want, if anyone wants to, looking around, they can roll Perception or Pathfinder Society lore to continue searching the camp further. Okay, I got a 22 Perception. Fantastic. Mindy, you find a map of nearby enclaves and towns that may that may remain in the surrounding area. Woo! Is you find a path leading out of here. Uh-oh. Very nice. Got a good yeah, I'll do a... Perception might be might be someone might want to heal Mindy because mm. you you found the things need finding here. Oh, I'm all out of healing. Do we have any healing potions? Let's do a medicine check. Let's do a medicine check. Like do a treat wounds. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can also, do a medicine check. Um, this desiccated hand with a signet ring. Uh, anything recognizable about the signet part of it, or is it just like fancy? It's just fancy. Okay. Well, Might have been from like a noble knight of last wall. I'll pick it up. I'll, I'll pocket it for now. Uh, Mindy, uh, Calamus rolled a 23. Mindy heals 11 hit points. Nice. Oh, I'm back um, up to full. Perfect. Well, you got all can, this- I, can I take the glaive? Yes. Yeah. Yes, H2. Nice. It is a... This is a standard glaive. Uh, it's it's a it's a de- it's a deadly D eight forceful reach ten feet uh, that deals one D eight slashing damage. It is two handed. Okay. All right. And so, so healed. Now having made your way to the hidden campsite from the haunted grove, you continue on your way. And here is where things get interesting. This part of the trail crosses what was once a, cr- a trade road. But despite the lack of surrounds of living creatures in the forest, the area is now under dangers. 
The forest around your, your crossroads seems to hold its breath, waiting to see what doom befalls you next. Over the distance, the sound of heavy cavalry on patrol echoes through the wood. Now here, decision to make. You could go on straight ahead to the town of Steadfast, but you know the other way lies the Watchtower, the column of obsidian stone that you have also been charged with inspecting. Steadfast likely has healing and a place to rest, but will you have time after doing that to find the tower? That you don't know. So, as we end our session for the evening, you must consider, is discretion the better part of valor, or will you push on into the dark? I suppose we'll find out next time. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!